Hello and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Johnson and I'm coming to you from the coast of Maine. In my work as a life coach for the last 15 years, as well as in my personal life, I keep coming back to seeing the beauty of what unfolds when we each uniquely find our way back to a place of love. Love can get us through the most painful moments. It can give us the freedom to grow, the courage to change. And love can also lead us to a whole lot of peace, joy, and possibility. So let's see what happens in us, in our life, and in our world when we listen in to what love says. Hello and welcome to the Love Says podcast. We're here with a new episode today. And honestly, I was going to do a different topic today. And then over the last week, certain things happening in my life and talking with so many loved ones and so many things going on in the world, it just felt right to do a little switcheroo, swap out the topics and go into the topic today, which is... Basically, what is ours to do in this world and how to listen, how to come back to what love says, what our intuition says, what our unique path is when the news of the world triggers us. So we have many opportunities to practice this right now. Um, I feel like more opportunities than ever just the way news travels now, right? We literally get to see into pretty much all corners and places in the world. And then we have all of these apps on our phone, right, where we receive news as it's happening. And I think one of the most beautiful things about that is for when something is happening where people in the world, parts of our global community, places in our world need more love and care and help. The awareness, right, is there so that that can happen on a larger scale than it's ever happened before. The other side of the coin is that we're taking in and consuming more news, right, than we ever have before. And it can get really out of balance. It can get incredibly overwhelming. And for so many of us and so many people I've been talking to lately, it can hit us on almost like a nervous system level, right? It can hit us on, a, it goes deep, not only into our heart, not only does it spin our mind, but it goes into a place where it can really affect our bodies, right? Our our stress hormones, our hearts, our capacity um, to be able to listen and think and and act from a place of clarity because, again, there's just so much coming in, right? And it's very emotional. It's really emotional. And, I, you know, I have, I'm thinking of a couple quotes where people are like, are, are you upset? And it's like, it's not that something is wrong. It's that something is really right. You're a human being. You're seeing, you're observing, you're feeling, you're awake. You're, our eyes and hearts are open to this world. But in particular, on this episode, we're going to just go through this rhythm that I'm trying to practice of kind of these three, I don't know, I'm imagining these three parts 
because in my mind it's helpful if I'm going through these these cycles and I'm wanting to ride them a little bit differently. I'm wanting to be available in the world a little bit differently. I'm wanting to not just go to extremes, which is my go-to. And my go-to, unfortunately, is to get so overwhelmed and so almost like grief-filled and emotionally overcome that I just shut down. And then and then I don't listen and then I don't I hide from the world versus being a part of helping and listening to those intuitive impulses of where and how we're meant to help because I really do feel like we each get like a different guidance. We each will have different impulses and in the moments when I'm not feeling shut down and completely overwhelmed and hopeless, <laughs> when I am feeling curious and fascinated and open and hopeful and I zoom out and I think about all of the caring, 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 kind people. We all have our stuff. We'll always have our stuff. We'll have our horrible moments. And I just feel like there are so, so, so many people who deeply care and care about others um, and care about this planet and care about our world. And when I think about that and I imagine each of us continuing to feel into where we're called, feel into where we're being asked to help or serve, feel into our rhythm with it, our style with it. Sometimes I feel like we just don't see an example of how to navigate through some of these things. So we either, again, go into a place of full burnout or we completely, again, like I do often, unfortunately, it's embarrassing, but hide, right? And so I'm just curious, I'm going to share a little bit about the way I'm trying to practice I would love for you to share with me the ways that you practice, your steps, your rhythms, your what's helpful, because I can only speak from like where I'm sitting in my chairs, who I am on the coast of Maine, right? Like it's it's a limited lens, right, that I have. But when you share from your lens and those, again, those connections and those dialogues happen, it expands my lens. And I can't even tell you how many moments of you being in touch with me over the last six episodes literally was like you would say something and I would literally be like, oh my God, I've never thought of that. Oh my gosh, I'm going to try that. Oh wait, I used to do that. I totally forgot. Oh, that makes sense. So it's just another invitation for us to be connected, all of us, and not just you and me because of this podcast, but that larger connection, that web of connectivity that when we're open to it and we keep coming back to it continuously, like appears, it feels like. So the first, so again, I'm imagining that moment, that scenario when the news thing pops up, you see something on Instagram, you um, have a loved one say, did you hear what happened? And then you, uh, for me, it's like, oh my God, I immediately get that pit in my stomach. And what I am wanting to invite you to practice in your own way is when we have that initial moment, um, for me, instead of immediately going into either shutdown and ignoring or into action, or I'm just going to send money, right? Like these very reactive moments, Having what my first step, my invitation for myself is when I have those moments is to have a moment, have sometimes a day, sometimes a week, right? To take care, 
to make space, to ground and listen. And if you're a person who the minute you see something or read something, your intuition, your gut feeling, you're you're activated into action in that moment that feels really important to you, healthy to you, aligned for you, do it, 100% do it. For my system, I often... It's like I I need to see it and then I need to go out into the yard. I need to read a little bit more about it and then I need to be in conversations and do my work where I'm like connecting with people one-on-one and remembering that heart connection, right? I need to take a day and go to the ocean and ask like the divine and the universe and love for guidance of like what you know it's just that moment of almost processing really right we've just received news um that is deeply triggering that usually and that that's what the time is for right of being like what what am i feeling what's coming up what is this hitting um like what and because again in honoring just giving some space to not only take care of our bodies, our nervous systems, our minds, our hearts, right? It's this practice in care. It's like if you're on the edge and your whole system is about to combust or completely collapse, instead of pushing it over the edge, how do we hold ourselves, right? How do we be soft with ourselves? How Again, we have, I was talking with a friend earlier this week, just about our bodies have a limit, right? Our human selves have limits, right? Like, and especially during different seasons of our lives, we may be fragile. We may be depleted already, right? We may be, this is not so then we disappear and we are not a part of the conversation. We're not helping. We're like easy for us, right? To be in a safe place where there's not war happening and we're like, oh, I'll just luxuriate. It's not that. It's this, again, knowing if where your system is, checking in with where your body, your mind, your heart, where you are, where you're at, how you're feeling. So again, you don't push yourself over that cliff energetically, right? Emotionally, physically. But it's a time, I think, for if we can do it, grounding and listening and welcoming in more love, welcoming in more hugs, and welcoming in, um, remembering to see the beauty in the world, right? During this time, it's like we've been, it's almost like the the horror fills us, right? And it's like, wait, that's not the only piece here. And actually staying in the energy of the horror, unless you have a very, I know some people who can do that and that's when they activate the most. But for myself, I can't act from there. I can't act from love from there either because I just want to get really mad or really upset or very hopeless, right? So it's knowing that, okay, how can I almost recalibrate, reintegrate, ground, listen, care for myself? Remember there is beauty and goodness and helpers and love and hope as well as these things we are seeing that feel 100% out of alignment, right? Feel devastatingly heartbreaking. Like that is there. And for me, I have to come back to also remembering the beauty and the joy and the connection and the camaraderie that is available in this human experience. So, and this is where we get to the next step, so I can listen in and say, what is mine to do here? What is the very next step for me, right? And again, our mind usually goes into overwhelm, right? Which doesn't end up helping anyone, right? And I just was watching Brene Brown's um, series on HBO. It's so well done. And she was talking about overwhelm and she said, 
um, overwhelm is when you say my nervous system can't handle the pace of the unfolding right now. My nervous system cannot handle the pace of the unfolding right now. And often, again, our systems start to shut down when something is too much, too fast, too soon. And again, we're getting we're getting news, right? We're getting really intense news, like all the time. It's too much, too fast, too soon, often, right, for our systems. So again, that's why we're doing that first step. How do you care for yourself? How do you make space? How do you feel? And then how do you kind of ground and rebalance the scales? right? It's kind of almost remember the fuller picture. That's when we come back to love. That's the moment we get to come back to love and see the bigger picture, including the news that deeply triggered us. It all gets you on the table, but it's not the only thing on the table. And then the second step is that that moment of ask, that moment of curiosity, that moment of this can be, you know me, I love the letters. You can write a letter to just be like, you know, you may write a letter to your like inner warrior, right? Your inner activist, your inner part that's like, like so stands for this world continuing to heal and evolve and grow and dismantle systems that are out of alignment and hurting people and stand for collaboration and connectivity and care and equality and all these things that from our heart and our soul we feel, right? We feel it's like a flower to the sun, right? We, when we hear about, we feel into these possibilities, we start to grow. And so in these moments of asking, whether you write a letter, whether you talk it out, whether you call a loved one and you say, okay, this is how I'm feeling and I've cared for myself and I've grounded, but now I know I want to take a step. I want to do something. I want to be a part of something, right? And I would say again, for me, I have to literally pull it back to baby steps. Like what is my baby step that I'm going to do now. And then what I do do is I kind of like jump ahead on the horizon and I go, okay, this thing is coming up. Let's say it's an election and I start to get anxious, right? And to again, listen into the steps and then the steps that start to come up are oh, I want Lauren and I to play in a flash mob that's like a get out the vote flash mob. I want to be checking in with my with my news. I hate making phone calls, but at the last time I did it, it felt good, right? So it's that listening in to what is mine to do? What is mine to do? And starting with the smallest baby step. And also then if you have the space in that moment, again, you can think of our global community or think of our wider community or think of even your family, right? And and drop in and just say what is intuitively from a place of love and from a place of care, what is mine to do in the system? And I almost want you to imagine that if there were like countless colors on a canvas, on a like, you know, the Bob Ross, how, what's it called? A palette, right? There's just like countless colors. And each of us is almost like a sign to paint the world with one of those colors. And, and again, the mind will say it's not enough. But the thing is, if we do it, and then we keep listening, and then we ask, and we encourage, and we're in conversation, which will be the next step with other people we love, these colors, we start to paint the world. We start to show up. We start to connect. We start to help. And I don't feel like every each one of us individually is not meant to do it all. Each one of us, I don't feel 
and I could totally be off on this, right? So you let me know if you're like, I'm like that. Like, but I don't feel like we're each called to every part of the world, right? Or every cause or everything that needs to be evolved, Um or taken apart and rebuilt. I don't think we're called to each one, but I do think each of us, or I'll say for myself, I find in myself that I have these places that rise to the top, these things that when I see them, it feels so out of alignment to me. It feels so unacceptable to me, right? Some some things that happen in our world are happening in our world. And in those moments when it feels the worst, that to me can be a, in that beautiful invitation to, again, first care, listen, feel, make sure your nervous system is like in a place where it can, it feels safe enough. And then listen in, what is that next step? What is that first step? What is that baby step? What is that step that's not just a should, not just a should, but you feel called to it. And even if you feel called to it, that doesn't mean that you're going to be like super excited about it necessarily. You still may get nervous. You still have, may have a part that's like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, right? Like, however, it comes from that place where you are called to it. You are pulled to it. There's a piece of you that goes, yes, that is that is mine. I, I'm, I am open to that. That aligns with me. That is part of my work here, right? So again, I think just listening, asking. So just for a moment here, wherever you are, you can close your eyes. You can soften your gaze. You can keep driving and keep your eyes open if you're driving. But I just want you for a moment to feel into, to think of our world. You can even kind of feel into the the different kind of areas of um our humanity that you feel like, or our world or our planet, like what is the thing again that like worries you the most or calls you the most or gets you the deepest when you hear about it in the news or see it on social media or hear a friend talk? What's the kind of topic or area that literally feels like, oh, it like pierces your heart when you hear about it? And then again, I would, if you have time, when you have time, I would write it out or talk it out. Give yourself some space to write about it, to feel into it, to go to the ocean and talk to the ocean, right? To to sit and, uh, you know, cuddle on your couch and call someone you love and say, this is how I'm feeling about it. Give yourself that space, right? To feel and be curious and see where it falls in your body, right? See what thoughts and stories it brings up in your mind. Feel how your heart feels about it, right? So give yourself that space. And you may need that first. But I'm just curious if you could, just from right where you are right now, and we'll just kind of take a breath, but intuitively around you and the relationship with this, what is one baby step, baby, baby, baby step you feel called to do, resonates with you around this? One intuitive baby step that's helping, connecting, learning, reaching out, deepening. What is one baby step around this that you feel like is something you are called to do or experience or give? And you can feel into that. And if your mind is like a blank, no problem. Um, 
If you have a hundred things that are popping, that's fine. You'll notice though, I just want you to keep bringing it back. This is a great exercise to do actually with a post-it nearby and you have all these thoughts pop and you get that one, I'm gonna make one phone call, right? I'm gonna start this book I've been wanting to read. I'm gonna go on and make a $10 donation, right? I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to take a reusable mug, right? Every time I go to the coffee shop, like there's something, there's like that one baby step. It's like, if gosh, can you imagine if we kept actually listening to the baby steps and then actually having the energy and feeling grounded and safe enough to take the baby steps, how quickly those could add up? They'd add up so quickly. What is the one intuitive baby step you are called to take or small step you are called to take? if you want to let me know, I'd love to hear. I know it will inspire me as well. And then the last part around this. So the first one is to take care, to make space, to ground, to listen, to rebalance the scales, right? So your nervous system, your body are in a place where taking a step feels, you feel like you're in the place where you can do that, right? Second thing, listen, ask, what is mine to do? Intuitive baby steps, right? What is my one step, my next step, my small step? Listening into that. And then the third one is for me, it's to connect with community, support, loved ones, basically like not do it alone, right? And I do think for all social media stuff that is does not feel healthy whatsoever, I do feel like there are so many accounts that I follow now that I know that if I'm starting to hide in my own little bubble again, which I'm going to do, it's just part of my ego protection plan, right? There are accounts that I follow where I know I will be reminded of the truth. I know I will be invited to rise. I know I will be feel the feelings of like seeing what's, I know I'll see actually, you know, more of what's going on in the world, right, than I do in my, where I live, right, like in my own neighborhood and town. So there's something, I think that that's one of the things, side note, going back to our nervous systems and our bodies being too, like at a place of like we're at an edge i think balancing social media um if you were right at the edge like i've felt that feeling in the last few weeks where i'm like oh i'm literally i think i'm about to hit that place where i'm going to hit a wall i'm going to burn out i'm going to tumble i'm going to collapse you know what i mean like energetically and so it's like i need to stay off of social media for a few days right so really gauge that relationship of what you, your nervous system, your body, your mind, your emotional landscape needs. We don't need to be immersed in it to like get the information, but then we come back to it, right? But there's something about connecting to community, again, with strangers, like amazing activists online, the ones who really resonate with me and invite me forward, following them, connecting with family and friends who you know care as deeply as you do, but also will give compassion to the fact that our to-do lists as adult human beings never end, right? Our our jobs have demands, our families have demands. Like we could fill all our days and some of some of you listening to this call will be in a specific chapter where that's that's it right now, right? Like you're you're caring for a newborn, you're with uh, a parent like or a family member who's in their last chapter of life. If you're in those places where there is not the space for this, then honoring that is very important too. But 
for so many of us, we won't connect to this every day necessarily or do this every day, but how do we remember to come back to it so that when something happens, we are then not filled with guilt because we haven't been a participant, right? We haven't been active in these larger communities. So that to me, again, is just coming back to support and community and whatever that is for you. So again, just going over a couple ideas on that. You could have a buddy where if there's something that's like you really care about and you know that you're going to come back to that with with your friend or your family member or your loved one, you can, again, there's certain newsletters or people I follow online that I know will keep bringing me back into the opportunity to grow, right, and learn and help and be a part of this. You could start like a text chain, right, with a couple of your loved ones who are like... You know what I mean? You you could be like, let's text every time we call our senators because it's scary. It takes extra oomph every time I try to do it, right? If there's something you want to be a part of, it's like, how do you have support so we can support the world more, right? How are we in community so we can be more part of this global community or our community in our own town or our community in our own household sometimes, right? Like, I feel like this may be slightly different, but where do we put in the connection, the support, the inspiration, not shame-based information, but the inspiration, like who are the people, where are the places you go where you are inspired again to come back to love and then to be act do, wait, pause, listen from love, all those things we talk about. So that is... That is the episode today. As always, 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 please, please take what resonates, leave the rest, add in your own, swap it around, change the order. And I would love to hear, I'd love to hear how this feels to you. Because again, I almost into this episode because in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, my lens is so, my lens, right? And it, and so I almost just didn't want to share. And then it just kept coming up so many times this week that, um, I knew it was time and I've been skipping that first step of taking the time and taking the care and making and like caring for my myself and my nervous system and my body enough so that then again I've been not taking that time and then I've been going into these like guilt connected shoulds of steps and sometimes we'll act from there and we'll give from there and we'll support from there or we'll you know we'll we'll do a step that is still helpful to the world, but it's coming from that place where it's it's more depleting, right? Um, than it is like we're being carried forward with it, right? But I think that first step of caring and listening and then listening to the intuitive impulses. And my deal with myself though is to, again, that support system, those inspirations around me, those reminders around me, those making commitments with friends and family with my wife is a great one because like she's doing something and then I'm like, oh gosh, right. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, so to make a commitment with people you love, you could send me your commitment. I will, I would love to hear it. I would love to send love back and energy back around it. But as long as I have that connection, commitment, motivation, inspiration around me, it allows me to trust that I'm not going to just forget about the world or these things that matter so much, but I can pace it in a way. My hope, here's my hope, is that if I honor this kind of rhythm with this, this cycle, that I will want to do it more. I'll get stronger in it. I'll be able to know my capacity. And actually, I think all of our capacities for this are so much bigger than we give ourselves credit for. I just think that overwhelm 
can really take us down, right? And take us out. And so may we each listen into our rhythm with this, our way, so we can keep listening into the intuitive steps we each are meant to take to bring love into this world. So thank you so much for being here. You can always write me at the love says podcast at gmail.com or Elizabeth at elizabethjohnson.net. I really do love hearing from you. And if there's any, yeah, questions, thoughts, shares, please be in touch. So until the next time we talk, I wish us like deep grounding care with our bodies and our systems, deep listening opening in space for the emotions. And then those pops, whether they come through like a rushing river or the teeniest little whisper, those pops of inspired steps as they come through. And then may we take them with love and grace and some nervousness sometimes, right? But may we take those steps so we can just continue to let more love through. Okay. Love you. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.